What's going on, you guys? It's your girl, April Bernays Sunshine, with Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. Thank you so much for tuning in. Listen, it's been a minute since I've done an actual show, so I want to say happy motherfucking new consciousness. I'm not saying new year. I'm saying happy new consciousness in this bitch. Do you hear me? Your girl made it through 2020. And she is pushing through. First of all, let me congratulate everybody who has made it through motherfucking me 2020. Okay? It is 2021. And the shit show continues, doesn't it? If you hear some loud noise in the background, I have two. I Look, I adopted two cats. Y'all know I'm a widow, right? So I got so tired of the house being quiet. So I took it upon myself to adopt two black cats i adopted two black cats during halloween somebody said how the hell did you get two black cats during halloween you know people do crazy ass rituals with black cats look i was trying to fill a void of loneliness bitch i didn't know that uh people do crazy shit during halloween with black cats i didn't know but i will honestly say since i've had these black motherfuckers they have brought so much craziness and happiness and joy into my life at the same time one of them is in the kitty litter the other one is looking at me like who the fuck you talking to i'm talking to my people because i haven't talked to y'all in so long so here i go and here i am doing my sizzle in the house at my kitchen table shooting the shit first of all i want to thank all of you all for being very patient with me during this process i wish he'd get his ass out that goddamn kid that i'm trying to do a show for real hurry up midnight i got midnight and chocolate in the building chocolate you want to say something of course you don't anyway <laughs> i want to just thank you guys so much for your patience um We've experienced a lot of fuckery. I really don't want to go into broad details, but I will say that um, 2021 is giving us a uh, introduction of what's yet to come. It's a shift, y'all, and it's okay. Everybody waiting for their superpowers December 21st. <laughs> um, yeah, nobody got superpowers, and um, I'm still a widow. And I got to talk to y'all about this widow shit, like... Yo, when you're used to having in-house dick all the time and you don't have it no more, like, it's like my nigga just told me, he just, he, he just told me to quit dick cold turkey. Like, you know, becoming a widow or a widower is like you're quitting sex cold turkey. The fuck? Where they do that at? I don't know how to do that. So, I want to talk to you guys about my, um... Widow phase. Y'all ready? Ah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so... If you recognize the song, 
then you're basically telling me how old you are <laughs> okay y'all so are y'all ready for this widow phase okay check this out y'all so before I get into the widow phase situation I want to first thank all of my faithful listening audience all three of y'all thank you all three of y'all <laughs> thank you because <laughs> I'm telling you Ooh. when you go through grief you just mm, people ain't shit anyway that's a Minnesota Society soundtrack it's called Top of the World with Kenya Groove Man, this song right here, when it came out, I was too young to, like, really do what it was talking about. <laughs> but I knew what it was talking about. And now that I'm old enough to understand what it's talking about, mm, baby. Anyway, so anyway, I want to thank our <laughs> listening audience. Thank you, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher. Tune in app, Himalaya, shit, Instagram. Thank you, thank you all so much for being a part of the Tea and Whiskey family. Okay, it's my show, y'all. Chill out, y'all. <laughs> I want to thank y'all for so much for being a part of this situation, being a part of the Tea and Whiskey family. I thank you guys and thank you again for your patience. Um, this show has been brought to you by. Um, April Bonet Sunshine. Okay, April Bonet Sunshine does so many different things. Um, she's a widow, but she's still trying to figure out this life shit. Okay. Um, thank you all so much for just being patient with me. But we're going to go ahead and just jump into this nastiness. Because that's what I pretty much came on. A, I press record because I want to talk to y'all about widow phases. So check this out. So I joined a widow and widower group. Because I wanted to be around people who can relate to what the fuck I was going through. What I am going through. Like, I lost, like, my best friend. I lost my fuck buddy. I lost my fuck buddy. I lost my fuck buddy. <laughs> I lost my fuck He wasn't just my husband. He wasn't just like my best friend. He wasn't just like the love of my life. He was my motherfucking fuck buddy. I enjoyed fucking that man. And he enjoyed fucking me. Listen. <sighs> okay. Sex is just so like cliche and taboo and whatever the fuck you know what I'm saying so I lost my fuck buddy I lost my I lost my dick okay I lost my head okay and when you married and you finally are in a point to where you could have sex legally you do that shit as much as you possibly can you do that shit as much as you possibly can. You know what I'm saying? And so I lost that. So I'm just trying to explain to those who don't know what the fuck I'm going through. That if you are married or if you're in a serious relationship and something happens to that person to where they'll never come back again. Okay. This is some painful ass shit. Hell. All right. So check this out. 
when you are um, when you lose your see people oh god people people ain't shit okay so i really had this whole like um mindset that i had to be a certain way with my grieving process because first of all you're married you're a widow you know i had that old that old gone with the wind mentality when you know scarlett o'hara she married a man she didn't love to, to spite another dude but that wasn't my situation i love my man you know i married him because i loved him i love his dirty fucking draws okay for real so you know when you marry somebody uh, well, yeah, I felt like I was, you know, I felt like people wanted me to be like Scarlett Johansson. Not Scarlett Johansson, child. Scarlett O'Hara from Gone with the Wind. Where, you know, you have to wear all black, you have to grieve and all that stuff. But if you are a real widow, you, 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 you're going to want to grieve. All you can do is grieve. All you can do is just, you, you know what, people are like, well, you know, he's gone, you know. It feels like a fucking breakup. Being a widow or a widower, it feels like you're going through a breakup. But the difference is, there's nobody to fight with. <laughs> there's nobody to fight with. You can't, you'll never see them again. And you don't get to, even whatever closure you think you could possibly get, you don't get it. None of your questions are answered, any of that. And then you find out so much shit after they're gone. It's like shit you don't even know. It's like, and you can't even question them. You can't even confront them about it. You can't say, really? You didn't tell me about this? You didn't tell me about that? Oh, so you was doing this? You was doing that? Oh, you said what? You you basically go through a breakup by yourself. You can't confront the person. You don't get a chance to even hear them lie to you. Because you know when you go through a breakup, they lie, right? Yeah, so you don't even get to enjoy it. You don't, not even enjoy it. You don't get to experience the lie they're going to tell you. You don't get to experience the justification of why they did what the fuck they did. You don't get to do any of that. So anyway, I digress. What I'm saying is to say that being in a, a marriage where my sex life was amazing, I miss amazing sex. Let's just be clear, okay? I miss amazing sex. That man, who? <laughs> I'm sure there are people out there that was like, he wasn't really even, you know, Sunshine's type. I just couldn't see Sunshine with somebody like him. Baby, let me tell you something. I fall in love with souls. I, I, some, I don't know what this gift is that God has given me it's a gift and a curse I tell you because I will fall in love with your soul before I fall in love with you you know I can fall in love with just if I don't ever see you but I hear you and you are communicating with me on a regular basis I will fall in love with whatever I'm fucking listening to <laughs> it sounds so bad but y'all know what I'm talking about like I fall in love with souls so this man had a beautiful soul. His soul was so beautiful. And then his soul matched his sex game. Shit. Mm. Shout out to Crown Royal uh, Sea Salt Caramel. Y'all, this shit is delicious. Get you some. Please. If there's any more on the shelf. 
I got me some, honey. But anyway, so you miss sex. If if your your sex life when your marriage was sh- the shit, you miss amazing bomb ass sex. So I ran across an article where this lady basically was saying what the fuck I was thinking. Uh, she basically said I re- so she did the same thing I was doing. She said I recently chatted with a group of widows who had loving marriages yet opted to explore their sexuality post loss. These are their stories. So I'm going to share with y'all. Chronicles of a Widow. I'm going to give y'all several different scenarios. Of a, this is my first time reading these this article. So y'all listening to it for the first time and, and so am I. But I ran across this article. I'm going to look for who wrote this article so I can give them their credit. Let me see. What's on? Carrie Phillips. Shout out to Carrie Phillips. The uh, website is called YoungWidowedAndDating.com. Baby, look, there's a there's something for everything. You better do your research, child. They're like, oh, you so strong, bitch. I reads. <laughs> okay, shit. I I reads. I go to therapy. Okay. All right. So this is the first story. Her name is Karen, widowed at thirty five. Because, see, y'all, I'm young. I ain't no 65, 70-year-old widow. Shit, I still got a high-ass sex drive, okay? Okay. Karen, widow to 35. So, the question, describe your marriage. She said, I had an amazing marriage. Kind of like a fairy tale. No, things weren't all unicorns and rainbows in every day. But we truly loved each other. And we were soulmates. My husband woke me up kissed me and told me he loved me before he left for work he was hit by someone during a 73 doing 73 miles an hour in a 45 mile an hour zone he passed away at the hospital from internal injuries an hour before I got there next question how did you you know develop into your sex post loss She said, two months after my husband's passing, I made a dating profile just to find guys to have one night stands. I missed the physical touch, being told I was beautiful every day and actually feeling it. For weeks, I would sleep with different guys every night and not speak to them again. I didn't want anything more from them than sex. Girl, Karen is like giving us all the business now all right next question for karen did you consider yourself promiscuous before marriage this is karen answering i was not i dated and i had sex but only with men i was dating and had been dating for a while my husband was actually the first man i had ever slept with on the first date and i was 32 years old (laughs) listen Listen, Karen is giving me the business. I can relate to Karen's story. My marriage was beautiful. My marriage was beautiful. It was, we got along. We, I mean, he had, we were very, we, we were not very compatible. I'll tell you, we were like day and night. 
we were opposites but we got along so good it was to the point to where it was like okay you like that okay well I, I, I don't like that but you know what you can like that and I don't have to like that that's your thing that's how we operated so we basically lived in a household where there was two of everything because we were just so we understood that we didn't like the same shit so we basically just kind of created our own worlds within each other's worlds and that shit was dope as fuck but when we came together one thing we definitely had to come in was fucking <laughs> we had and that was one of the oh man we had the best sex and when she said she woke up every morning she missed physical touch and being told she was beautiful every day man my husband god rest his soul that man he loved on me he told me how beautiful i was every day man i swear he made me feel like i was a goddamn porn star do you hear me y'all my husband made me feel like i was a damn porn star like oh man i don't care what i did i could have on like a regular old some pajamas and, and my hair looking all crazy no eyelashes on and I swear that man was ready. He was ready to dick me down right there. <laughs> I was like, let me take a shower first. He didn't even want it. <laughs> he wanted a shower, no shower. <laughs> that man, oh my God. But anyway, so to have that type of sex life to it being gone, yeah, you become a fucking horn dog. This lady said she just wanted a fuck. Because she already had that love and that compassion and that excitement and that, you know, real, like, companionship. When you've experienced somebody that, like, accepts you for you and loves you for you and make you feel just so important and so stable and so, you know. Who else going to do that shit and they're not there no more? So you have an understanding in your mind that it's... It's gonna. It took me seven years to get to that point with him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe a little less because I'm just saying, you know, all in all, including our marriage and dating, it was seven years together for him and I. So it took seven years to get to that point. You can't put seven years into somebody you just met and expect them to do what somebody did for, you know, a seven years time span in like 30 days. No. Hell, not even a year. So, you know, <clears throat> I can relate to Karen's story. All right, next question. How long did this phase of grief last? Notice they said phase of grief. They didn't call it with hope. <laughs> she So Karen said there were four weeks of different guys every night. The reason I stopped was because I ran into a guy I dated before meeting my husband. We hung out that night. No sex. Just talking. We've been spending more time together ever since. I recently introduced him to my family. So, she said the grief went on for about four weeks. And then she ran into a dude that she had already known for a while. And they connected. Interesting. And now she enters into the family. Oh, she. Next question. What are your thoughts on titles such as Whore? Karen responds. I think they are degrading. 
it seems like anyone who goes through a divorce or breakup can go out and sleep around but lord forbid someone who loses their spouse to death date let alone have sex i feel like the world is judging me now for having a relationship only 15 weeks after him passing baby i I mean no one has told me you know that i'm moving too fast but i can feel it you can feel the judgment (laughs) i'm telling y'all y'all don't understand this struggle the struggle is real it would be different if it was a fucking breakup yeah it's easy to relate to a breakup when it's still here shit the whole person gone. At least you can like go back and pretend, make up and fuck, and then fight out, fight again. <laughs> Next question is: Any regrets, lessons, advice? This is what Karen said. I don't have any regrets about what I did, as it was my way of dealing with the pain of losing my husband and needing validation from a man that I was attractive still. That I was attractive still. Thankfully, I was uh, using protection even in foggy states. The biggest lesson I learned is I don't need validation from anyone about myself or my life. I was able to find me again and realize this wasn't the life I wanted as I would not be a good example for my daughter. I'm feeling Karen on this, honey. She, she gave me so much life. Um, she says she wanted to be a she wanted to be a good example for her daughter. If she were to find out, I believe everyone grieves differently. If needing to explore your sexuality helps you, then do it. I don't worry about what others think. It's your life, and you only have one, so live it. Be sure to take precautions so you don't end up with an STD or unwanted pregnancy while finding yourself again. Preach, Karen. This is a good Karen. <laughs> I like that. But Karen makes a great and valid point. People are so judgmental. But she also said that she wanted to feel like she was still attractive. Because I'm telling you, when you have been loved by one person, only one person, it does make you feel some type of way. Like, damn. And then they, uh, anyway. But I will say this though, from my own experience and what I I can relate to Karen's story, I didn't do no four week sexcapade. I can't just do random one night stands. Um, but I will say this. What was I gonna say? I totally forgot. I can relate to Karen's story because wanting the to oh yeah, the one to feel that you're still attractive. I, that's the, that's true. I I can honestly say that okay. When um, I was dating my husband, I was a hundred pounds heavier. Okay, so in being with him, he just changed my life so much. He just made me to become. I wanted to become a better person because I just had so much. He gave me so much love. So I lost a hundred pounds being with him, and when I lost I, I lost the weight, I felt like. And I started getting so much attention, y'all. And I'm still fat, okay? But I was getting so much attention from people who wouldn't even show me any interest at all. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, my husband, he is the one deserving of becoming my husband because he loved me while I was 100 pounds heavier. 
and then he helped me lose it. So why why wouldn't I marry him? Why who who else deserves to be with me but him? You know what I'm saying? So being that, saying what I'm saying is because after my husband passed away, I never had a chance to experience being single in my new body. So yeah, I'm gonna take a break. I'll be right back. I'll give y'all some more about that. This is your April Benet Sunshine. So I'm back, you guys. That was um, but um no, that wasn't that was closer to you. Um I don't know who it was by, but it's dope as fuck. Maybe it's a rendezvous at, at two, I don't know. But um it's dope as fuck. Shout out to the amazing person who sent me this amazing playlist. You know who you are. Anyway. Back to the widow shit. <laughs> All right. So check this out, y'all. So we're talking about Karen. I can really relate to Karen's story so fucking much. Um, minus the um, the one night stands. That that's just not what I do. I I can't. I just can't. Um. Okay, so I'm going to give y'all one more widow. Her name is Renee. She widowed at 46. We're dealing with young widows. This is from young widow, youngwidowedanddating.com. Shout out to Carrie Phillips for writing this amazing article because it really helped me so much. And I hope it helps someone else because it's my first time reading it with you guys. Um, all right, so Renee, the question, describe your marriage. This is Renee. We had a very affectionate and loving marriage for over 20 years. My husband died in an accident. Keep in mind, these are long-term. Y'all, they had some, okay, great marriages. All right, next question. How did you, you know, get into your sex post-loss? This is Renee speaking. I was used to being in touch regularly and missed it terribly. I hooked up with a longtime friend six months out while on vacation. We didn't sleep together, but almost did. I didn't even think about his feelings about it at the end. I hurt him and then hooked up with another friend unapologetically. Damn, girl, wait a minute. Let me read that again. Bitch, you just say you hooked up with a longtime friend for six months while you were on vacation. And y'all didn't sleep together, but almost did. And 
you didn't even think about his feelings, but you ended up hurting him because you hooked up with somebody else. Well, you know what? Grief is a motherfucker. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I actually, um, that was, well, I don't want to give too much details, but I'll give a little something. That was this dude that reached out to me through um, social media. And I think it went like maybe three months or maybe a month and a half before I even noticed he was actually trying to get to know me, you know, on a more deeper level. I would respond to him maybe like maybe two or three days at a time. I didn't know I was doing that because I was just so caught up in my grief. You know what I mean? That's crazy, huh? It is what it is. But um, I will say, okay, so Renee was basically saying that she, you know, she heard a friend. Okay, we get that. When you're going through grief, you don't know who's being affected by it besides yourself. Because all you feel is your pain. You know what I'm saying? So, next question is, did you consider yourself promiscuous before marriage? She said, I did have a phase in my 20s where I slept around, but I had broken off a long-term relationship um, and was having fun. Okay, girl. Next question is, how long did this phase of your grief last? She said, it was only about three or four months and I was only with four people. I felt a little out of control as I was outside of my normal behavior. I've calmed down since. Okay, so this is a little different with Renee. Renee's a little bit more mature. She's 46. She said it wasn't just like random people. Well, I don't know if she didn't say random, but the, the, per, the people she chose were more people she was pretty close to. But she said this, this little low, like, widow phase lasted about three to four months, and she only was with four people. Um, she fell out of place. She felt it was abnormal of her. So, my last question is, what are your thoughts or titles such as wid whore? She said, I don't like the term as I think that like any behavior, there are reasons for it. For me, mine was tired of my grief and missing my husband, which makes sense. Makes absolute sense. So, you guys, I'm telling y'all, dealing with... The grief of of actually missing your your fuck buddy. He wasn't, you know, he or she just wasn't just someone you shared your life with, somebody you paid bills with, or someone you had children with, or someone you you know shared a household with, or someone you you know did holidays with. This was somebody you like was very intimate with. Like if y'all had a really amazing relationship, you guys didn't just have a great sex life. Y'all had great communication. Y'all knew each other so well. Um, y'all knew each other's patterns. Y'all be y'all were y'all became each other's routines. You all were each other's world. And for that to be gone, like I just I'm just gonna put it out there with mine. I'm not I'm not gonna say that I'm going through a with whole face. Um, because I really like just dating one person, you know, at a time. So you know, with, with my process, it's like, I really, really just miss having someone that I could talk to every day. I talk to my husband every day and the way his job was set up, he could talk to, he could talk on the phone to me all day. 
without any issues. He could call me, especially like during the weekend when I was off and he had to work. I'd be on the phone with him all day. You know what I'm saying? All day. Listen to him talking about stuff. And a lot of times we would be on the phone, but we wouldn't say nothing. We just enjoyed each other's company. You know what I'm saying? We just enjoyed that. I enjoyed his silence. <laughs> and he enjoyed mine. He would be in a different room doing his thing. I'd be in a different room doing mine. And then we'll be like, you good? Yeah, I'm good. You good? Yeah. All right. Just the fact that we had somebody with, you know, it's just that intimacy like that. You know, we were very affectionate. You know, we held hands. You know, we would randomly just go up to each other and just kiss each other on the cheek just because, you know. Um, I like grabbing his arms. He had very strong, muscular arms. I love grabbing his arm just randomly. I mean, we just loved each other. We were just so affectionate. I walked past. He smacked me on my ass. You know, we, we still lusted for each other. We still lust, man, you know. So, to not have that no more, it's like, fuck. You want to fuck on something because you used to fucking all the time, you know. So, uh, with me, it's a little different. Um, I'm not promiscuous like that. But if I am dating someone, like, I like affection. I, I like, I like that shit. I like to be told how beautiful I am. I enjoy that shit. Like, my husband did that to me all the time, you know, and. And then if you're, you know, sex is good. I'm going to want it all the time. But it's a little different with me. I, I don't, um, I don't, how do I explain this? Let me get a little music while I think about this. All the good inside the Said we can have just one night. Or we can have one whole life. If we're playing cool. Yeah, that part. All right, so, all right, so with me, this is my thing. Going through my widow phase, um, I like to date one guy at a time. I prefer it that way. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to say that because I don't know if they're gonna like hear this or not. Like. <laughs> I try not to get too emotionally involved with who I'm intimate with now because the intimacy that I I still crave because I didn't want my intimacy to end. I didn't want my marriage to end. You know, I was still in mine, you know. So the intimacy that I crave was intimacy that I built with someone I built vulnerability in a, in a in a safe haven 
and I can't just bring any random person into that so but I have to have an emotional connection with you before I even go there with you sexually so I do tend to like take my time a little bit just a little bit like I, I want to be courted before I even like go there with you like you're gonna have to invest in me a little bit and when I say invest you're gonna have to invest in me emotionally you're gonna have to talk to me you're gonna have to converse with me you're gonna have to converse out of work conversate converse you're gonna have to like build a routine with me you're gonna have to you're gonna have to you're gonna have to you're gonna have to that's all I gotta say what you gotta do I don't know for sure exactly but I'll let you know what you're doing right along the way. <laughs> I don't know. Because I had someone who did those things without even trying. You know what I'm saying? He did it because he just wanted to. He just, I don't know. The way that the way my husband pursued me was just the most amazing thing. Like, oh. So it's like, I, I want that again. For you to even enter into this temple of uh, Venus Flytrap snatch <laughs> this box whatever you want to call it puss whatever you want to call it you're gonna have to um yeah <laughs> you're gonna have to emotionally connect with me because if i'm not emotionally connected to you you're not gonna get it i'm sorry you gotta fuck my mind first basically i like to be mind fucked but um the thing, some people think, oh, my fucking, oh, that's just manipulation, blah, 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 blah. No, I control it. <laughs> At the end of the day, I control it, you know? We all control how far we want to be fucked. You know what I'm saying? It's it's called consent. We know our, our, our boundaries, you know. And some people's boundaries are a little looser than most. But I'm a demisexual. You have to have an emotional connection with me before I even go there with you. Seriously. That's just kind of how I operate. Uh-oh. Talk to me, Chris. Shit. So come over here There's something that is thicker Oh yeah And it's getting thicker Oh, all I want is you Yeah, all I want is you There's something in this liquor Sign, Chris Look, I don't give a fuck <laughs> he may be crazy as batshit, but he can sing his ass off. Do you hear me? Sing, Chris. Okay, Chris Brown mind fucks. This is mind fucking. Here, listen.
Yes. All I want to do is. Okay, y'all. I'm sorry. Okay, so yeah, that's basically what that is. That's what that is. Drinking fuck. Um. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, you guys. So yeah, um, I like to be mind fucked. And um, yeah. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta get me mentally first. You know how I mean mentally, it's over. So yeah, um, I just lost my whole train of thinking because I'm thinking about being mom fucked right now. Um, <laughs> I think it's time to log off. But I hope you guys understand that grief comes in so many different ways, and when you're dealing with grief as a widow. It's a whole different mindset. That's why it took me so long to press record. Because I am grieving for real. I miss my husband. But I am ready to move forward. Because I have met an amazing individual. And if nothing happens, no more than just sex. The fact that I ran into this individual. And this individual has like some amazing look all I gotta say is the chemistry and the intimacy is so there you know and um I really like this individual I really do the sex is amazing okay because I'm telling you I'm funny about my sex and for this individual to actually match the things that my husband used to do. And I want to continuously be with this individual um, sexually, um, consistently. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, um, at the end of the day, we have to... Um, be wise and be mindful of how we conduct ourselves in this society, in this world. I, I, I wanted to talk more about what's going on with the Capitol in 2021. And I, I really wanted to just dedicate this this first episode of 2021 to great sex. Can we please cheers to um, happy new consciousness and great sex you know i want to shout out i forgot her name but there's this amazing lady i follow on instagram she said the manifest to manifest love don't just ask for love don't be just praying for love what you do is you pray for compatibility you pray for understanding and you pray for good communication those three things equivalent to an amazing love relationship and if that's what you want you pray for those things to be not only in the person you want but in yourself because reciprocity is key to a successful relationship i want you guys to keep the drama on tv and at your life you can always follow us follow me on tea with tea and whiskey was tea and whiskey with sunshine all spelled out on instagram uh tea whiskey and sunshine t 
tea whiskey yeah tea whiskey and sunshine at gmail.com uh cash app is tea and whiskey all spelled out or on facebook tea and whiskey with sunshine is the tea ampersand whiskey and sunshine with, with sunshine again keep the drama on tv and at your life i got some great things coming very very soon um but I want you guys to know that um, we're going to get through this. 2021 has amazing things. I'm on one in 2021. And I'm sorry. I'm going to stay on this natural high. And I'm going to continue to fuck this amazing individual who has definitely rocked my world. And I can't wait to fuck him one more time. Okay. Um. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>